0: There is nothing in this life as beautiful as falling in love with Jesus, as loving Jesus, or as being loved with the Lord Jesus or by the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, when you know and understand that Jesus loves you, you don't only have confidence, but you have life. You have yourself and you have everything else that you desire, because His love is power. His love is joy. His love is everything that you desire. And so I love singing this song, because it reminds me every day that He indeed loves me. Hallelujah. So as we take the journey together as King's Seat Church, live the way today we are living the way with christ i think that's the first part of the whole series and brother verse has been laying a foundation for us to understand how to live the way with christ you know the bible says jesus says i am the way i am the life and the truth did i vice versa that No one comes to the Father but by me. We are living the way, and Jesus is the way. And we are living that way with Christ. Meaning we are living Christ with Christ. Because there are some people who can want to live Christ without Christ. And I've always said that the tragedy of our generation is that we can save God without God. That we can be in the love of God without God. That's a tragedy. That's a serious thing. We don't want to live the way without the way. We don't want to live the way without Christ. That will be impossible. And that will be a tragedy at the end of our journey. So we just want to help one another to understand what it is that we're talking about with Christ. Last week, Ves read a scripture. He read it from John, but I'm going to read it from Mark, Matthew chapter 4. That's the beginning of our journey with Christ, where the Bible says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. But the key word there is follow me follow me that's jesus you see he is entering the scene to inaugurate on earth the reign of god the kingdom of god and to build his church which is you and me that will remain doing the kingdom work even as he has gone back to the father And so at the foundation and at the start of this journey or this inauguration is an invitation to follow and to follow me. What does he mean? I think you need to understand that when he says follow me, he is inviting us, inviting his followers to be with him. The word follow me, there denotes a number of things. When he says, follow me, he says, come with me. Eh? Come along with me. Emulate me or imitate me or do as I do, live like I live or walk as I walk. So our Christian life, ladies and gentlemen, is formed or rather is based on following jesus on keeping sight on christ on looking up to jesus not only that but is premised on being with jesus every second of our lives and his lives i mean his life so that we can do what he expects us to do so when we talk christianity we are talking following jesus And following Jesus is not just coming to a Sunday service like this one. Following Jesus is beyond this meeting. Following Jesus is a lifestyle. Following Jesus is a daily thing. Following Jesus is being with Jesus, whether you are happy or not happy. Whether you are in a storm or you are in joy, you are with the Lord Jesus. So our relationship with Jesus is based on being like him, number one. The church is called to be like Christ Jesus because he has called us to follow him, to copy him, to emulate him. So the church is called to be with Christ all the way. Ladies and gentlemen, I need us to understand this morning that it is not about our feelings It is not about our circumstances, it's not about what we think, but it's about the eternal truth of God, and the eternal truth of God is that we are with Christ as we sit here this morning. And the eternal truth of God is that he desires that he is with us and we are with him in doing whatever we are doing. The challenge is that when we look at the waves around us, we normally believe that Jesus has abandoned us. God has abandoned us. Because we have learned a probably wrong narrative or just a small narrative of Christianity that when I'm a Christian, everything must be good. That when I am a Christian, everything has got to be like I'm walking on a red carpet. I think that is a little bit of a wrong narrative that you need to correct. That when you are with God and when you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, hard times will also come. Good times are always there. Good is always there in hard times. All you need to do is to open your eyes of faith to what the Lord has achieved and to who you are with in the hard times, so you cannot perish in the hard times. You are with me this morning. My duty this morning is to show us that we are with Christ. So come along with me to Matthew chapter 28, verse number 20, the Lord has died and he is risen. And he is commissioning you and me, the church, or the body of Christ. And he gives us what we normally call the great commission. But I'm interested in verse 20, where the Bible says, Teach them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. What a promise. Behold, I am with you always, to the very end of the age. Very end of the age means a lot of things. But one thing that it means is that I am with you forever and ever. I might have gone back to be with my father, but I am with you. And I'm with you forever and Ever, I am with you until I return, and I am with you in eternity, forever and ever. That is an assurance that as you walk here on earth, as you do what you are doing here on earth, bear this in mind that I am with you. Whether you feel me or you don't feel me, whether you see me or you don't see me, Whether you are not thinking I am with you, I need you to believe this, that I am with you. Because I am with you always, forever and ever. There is no moment a believer is without Jesus. There is no moment you as a child of God, God has abandoned you. I need us to understand that our challenge is interpreting the presence of God through our feelings and through our circumstances. We can only correctly interpret the things of the Lord and the presence of the Lord through faith, through believing His promises through believing his assurances to us, that when he says, I am with you always, forever and ever, he means that. And Jesus does not lie. Are you with me there? Jesus does not lie. God does not lie. The Bible says his promises are yes and amen to you and me. So this promise is eternal. He is with you. Are you sick this morning? He is with you. Are you broke this morning? He is with you. Are you angry? Are you disappointed? Are you discouraged? It doesn't matter how you feel. He is with you this morning. He will not leave you. He will not abandon you. All you need to do is to shape up your faith and understand that He is with you always. To the very end. Please talk to your neighbor and say he is with you. He is with you always. Why is he with us? Maybe that's the question. Why is he with us? He is with us, number one, so that we can continue doing the business of the kingdom. And what is the business of the kingdom? to preserve his kingdom here and to extend his kingdom on earth. We are with Christ so we can extend the rule and the reign and the kingdom of God here on earth. We are with Christ so we can preserve his rule, his kingdom, his finished work on the cross here on earth. In other words, you and me have a mandate. The mandate is extending our God's kingdom in whichever way you can imagine and in whichever way you can see it right now, where you are. Extending His rule. That is, you are reigning in this life with Christ Jesus. The Bible says so. That is, yes, Purchased us with his blood, and he made us kings and priests unto God, and we reign in the earth or in this life with Christ Jesus. So, as we sit here as believers, guess what? We are the leaders on earth, we are the rulers on earth. But don't you think that it's the opposite? Don't you think that it looks like the earth is ruling us? Hello? Don't you think that the earth is ruling us? It looks like, isn't it? But in the way of God, you and me reign in this earth. You and me rule in this life. You and me are in charge in this life. You and me are the bosses, if I were to use that word, here on earth. That is if you understand who you are with Christ in Christ and if you understand that you are with Christ ladies and gentlemen did you know that we are with the greatest power the universe has ever known do you understand that we are with the greatest authority the world can ever know we are not only with that authority we are in that authority and we have the right to use that authority and not only that we represent that authority and that authority is the Lord Jesus Christ and he expects us to do nothing less than he expects us to reign in this life with Christ Jesus maybe you can look at your neighbor and say do you know that you are a ruler here on earth don't be ruled by the world please encourage them Don't be ruled by circumstances. Rule circumstances. Don't be ruled by challenges. Rule over your challenges. Rule over your issues. You are the boss and nothing else. You are in charge. With a small letter, you are the Lord there over your circumstances. So exercise your lordship because you are exercising the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ who you are with this morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. We are with Christ. Let me just show you. Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 4 up to verse 7. But God, because of the great love which he loved us, maybe let me read from my paper because the same with what is on the But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Let me just explain a few things concerning this scripture. It's a powerful scripture. I always say or think rather that if you understood Ephesians 2, verse 4, 5, 6, then you have understood the whole of you. You have understood the... the let me borrow the, the word from the famous quote. You have understood the full cram of Christianity. You have understood the very purpose, or rather, the very work on the cross. It's shown in this scripture, in this manner that, you know, you and me, before we were born again, before we received Christ, we were dead in our trespasses. Thanks. This one is now Praise God. Yes, this one sounds better. Good. I was saying we were dead in our trespasses. And listen and picture this. Jesus dies on the cross. And he comes to our place. You know, dead or as in deadness was our habitat. We were living in death. Death. Jesus dies on the cross and comes to where we are. And when God raised him up, when he made him alive at the resurrection, guess what? You and me were made alive together with Jesus. When he came to life after three days, we came to life with him. Because he had come to give us life. And he took our death and gave us his life. So we were made alive together with Jesus. And when he raised him up, when he ascended now to heaven, guess what? We were also ascended together with him. He didn't leave us anywhere. He was with us right through the chain. We ascended with him and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. As we sit here on earth, spiritually, positionally, we are seated with Jesus. In the heavenly places. And the Bible says he is seated on the right hand of the Father. Far above every principality. Or anything that you can imagine. This is where you and me are seated with Christ. While we walk here on earth. That's the mystery of Christ. If you understood this you will know that there is no moment you are not with God. Because every second of your life, it doesn't matter what is happening around you, you are seated, not only uh, hustling or doing other things, but seated with Christ on the right hand of the Father, in his pleasures, far above, What is haunting you or trying to persecute you? That's where you are. And uh, he wants you and me to do life in this earth from that position. That position of authority, that position of power, that position of excellence, that position of weirdness. That's why the Bible describes us as, as a weird people. Very strange people here on earth. I wish I could make you understand this, but the Holy Spirit can better than I do. Ladies and gentlemen, as you are looking at me, you are seated with Christ in the heavenly places. As you are struggling with what you are struggling with, you are seated with Christ in the heavenly places. As you think the way you think, imagine this. You are sitting next to Jesus in him. So, you can do the work of the kingdom in the way of the Father. So, you can reign in this earth. So, you can represent Christ fully. Not bits and pieces. So this morning, ladies and gentlemen, God has made us alive. We are alive. We are not dead anymore in our trespasses. We are not dead anymore in our sins. No. We are not slaves to sin anymore. We are not bondage to fear or to sin anymore. We are alive. To be alive with Christ means we are above. We are above our circumstances. We are above our issues. We are above the circumstances in Zimbabwe. The challenge with us is we borrow their confusion and make it our confusion. We borrow their sicknesses, their poverty, and their everything, and make it part and parcel of us. You and me are in a place where there is no confusion, where there is no poverty, where there is no sickness, where there is no dying, if we, even if we die physically. Are you with me this morning? The poverty of the world is not my poverty. The confusion of the world is not my confusion because I am not of the world even if I am in the world because me, I belong here in the heavenly places with Christ Jesus, in him. Are you with me this morning? Am I making sense? Am I communicating with somebody? I need our faith to grow so we are able to execute our duties better as we go on as christians we don't need to be confused like them we don't need to be clumsy like them we don't need to cry the same cry with them our cry is different even if we mourn with those who mourn we mourn by faith with faith our mourning must give hope to the world When believers mourn and the world is depressed, that is wrong mourning for Christians. Because our mourning is strength. Because in our weaknesses, his strength is made manifest. Hello this morning. Come along with me. Let me not leave you behind. We are with Christ. Please talk to your neighbor and say, I'm with Christ. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. Who loved me and gave himself for me. Powerful words. I have been crucified with the Lord Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, when they put him on the cross, when they did whatever they did to him on the cross, it was supposed to be you and me his crucifixion was a representative action. He was representing humanity. So when they crucified him, the whole of humanity was crucified with Christ because he took upon himself the sin of the world and he died for the world and on behalf of the world, you and me, so that those who believe in him will participate or rather partake in the crucifixion because they have gone through it through Christ, with Christ. The pain he went through, the shame he went through, I went through by faith. God is good. Hallelujah. God is beautiful. And I can therefore celebrate like Paul. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who lives. It's Jesus. Because the old me died on the cross. And when he made me alive, I was a new being. A new creation. Yeah? Are you with me? Because we are in the newness of life. But Christ lives in me. When Christ lives in me, he lives in me every day. Not on Sunday only. Not on the Sabbath only. But every moment of my life, he is living in me. Which means literally, I am with Christ. Every day. Every minute of my life. Ladies and gentlemen, don't look for Jesus in heaven. Look for Jesus in you because he lives in you. That's why he must inspire you to be like him. How do you be like him when he is not in you? If you want to change anything into any color, you pour the color you want into that substance, isn't it? Then it changes. Jesus is in me, so I change. Every day, when I behold him, when I look at him, when I fix my glares on Christ, every day, every moment, I am transformed to become like him. It's a transfiguration, a daily one So that we look like Jesus. We talk like Jesus. We smell like Jesus. We feel like Jesus. We think like Jesus. We touch like Jesus. That's why we lay hands on the sick, they recover. That's why you walk into a place evil spirits flee. That's why you do what you do. Things change. That's why you walk into other people's lives, they hate you. Because the Bible says to some, we smell like death to others we smell like the aroma of life because we have Jesus in us and Jesus in us to the antichrist to those who hate him he is an offense so don't be afraid when you offend them in some places you are doing well, congratulations are you with me? That's what ought to happen. So, Jesus is living in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith. In the flesh, now, in the earth, in the world, now. The life I live now, I live by faith in the Son of God, who is Jesus Christ. Who loved me and gave himself for me. As a believer, this scripture simply means I am united by faith to Christ in his death. United. Glued to Jesus by his death. You cannot separate me. If you want to separate me from Christ, go and undo Calvary. Hello? Hello? If anyone, if the world wants to separate you from Jesus, show them Calvary. Let them go and and do it. As long as it stands, we are inseparable. I'm glued to Christ. You can't take me away from him. You can't take him away from me. It's only me maybe who can kick him out and say, I no longer want you. I want the prince of the world. But on its own, it is impossible. You glued up. Tell your tell your neighbor you are glued up, and because you are glued up to Christ, you will have to save Jesus, <laughs> the way of Jesus. The scripture say it means I have died to the old life. Oh, that old life! You don't want to remember it, isn't it? You are dead to it. You are no longer identified by that jesus cancelled and washed that away with his blood completely and you are now risen to a new life with him in him i am in a new life the life of god the life of christ the everlasting life the life of influence the life of power the life of signs and wonders, the life of miracles. When you are with Christ, you are a sign and a wonder. When you are with Christ, you are a miracle itself. When you are with Christ, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? The things he did, you begin to do. They are your lifestyle. They are your daily bread. They are your daily order. When you are with Christ, the greater things that he promised us to do, we begin to do. We begin to walk into dimensions that we couldn't even think of. He opens doors for us because we are with him. When we are with the Lord Jesus, we do not know how to surrender. We do not know how to walk backward. We know how to walk by faith and let every door open for you because you are walking with Christ. Are you with me this morning? we are with the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to give you a little bit of an assignment. Go and read Romans chapter 6 verses number 1 up to verse 10 and understand what Paul is talking about when we try to explain Galatians 2.20. We have been crucified with Jesus. Guys, we died with the Lord Jesus. We rose up with the Lord Jesus. We ascended with the Lord Jesus. We are seated in the heavenly places. With the Lord Jesus. We reign in this life with the Lord Jesus. We cannot be separated with the Lord Jesus. Our mission is to be with the Lord Jesus Christ. He is coming, congratulations, to take us to be with Him physically and spiritually. For now, by faith, we are with Him. Hallelujah. For now, by faith, we are with Him. Hey, you are not a cheap person. You are not a small entity here on earth. You are not a powerless person here on earth. You are the most powerful individual the world can ever imagine. If only you could realize that you are in power, that you are in authority, that you are in greatness in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I say it, Hallelujah. What does this mean? I must conclude. Our Christian walk with Christ Jesus is not just a spiritual enterprise. It's not just a spooky thing unrelated to service of humanity. No. Our Christian walk with Christ is both spiritual and physical. Hello, our walk with the Lord Jesus Christ is so that or such that we affect our locations, our different locations. We affect them the way of Christ. There is no way, ladies and gentlemen, we can live with Christ, walk with Christ, be in Christ, and we don't change our circumstances. Jesus is a change agent. Jesus is the power to change. He is the power to transform. He is the transformation. So wherever he is, things ought to change. Our Christian life, therefore, must bring change in the earth. It must bring change to our circumstances or in our locations. There is no way we can be there and the things remain the same. Are you with me this morning? When I'm in the spirit, I speak in Shona. So I almost said, Diruguramba. Things cannot remain the same where you are. Talk to your neighbor and say things cannot remain the same. Ladies and gentlemen, the spirit upon us is a changed spirit. The biggest change started with you. And because you are changed, everything you walk into must change. It must align with your new order, with your new life, with your new perceptions or perspectives. Circumstances must align. Are you hearing me this morning? So, our walk with Christ is not just spiritual. It's not just us coming to church service. It's not just us praying in tongues. It's not just us shouting, I receive, I am blessed when there is nothing you have received or when there is nothing that shows you are blessed. That's not it. Our walk with Christ, while it is spiritual, it is physical. We impact circumstances you heard me this morning it is about the kingdom service to others in the kingdom and outside the kingdom our spiritual walk when we are with christ is about saving others in the kingdom in the household of faith and outside the household of faith it means we are servants we are servants to the world we save the world in politics we save the world in business we save the world everywhere we are there saving hope we are there it is about preserving the kingdom i've said this how do you preserve the kingdom of god starting with your family charity begins at home can we see the kingdom of god in our families Congratulations, yes, amen, glory to God. If not, go and get started. That your family can at most resemble the rule of God, the reign of God. That your family can at most smell a little bit like Jesus. You with me? That's the starting point. Have you not heard that the Bible says if you wish and desire to be a bishop? To be anything else. Bishop means a supervisor or leader. Everywhere else. The qualifications. One, wife. (laughs) One, That's that's God's standard. To managing your household well. Basic qualifications. That's where it starts. I pray that as we walk with Jesus, it will not only reflect in the marketplace, it will reflect at home. That's where it is more important. Hallelujah. You heard me this morning. We are extending the kingdom of God. Praise the name of the living God. Ladies and gentlemen, how are we doing this? I am about to finish. How are we doing this? How are we doing this? In Matthew chapter, 15, sorry, chapter 11, verse number 5, I don't have it there. Jesus gives his mission. John sends some guys to Jesus to ask, hey, 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 are you the real deal? Oh, I need to look east to get the real deal, the real man. Are you the real man? Are you the real one that we are looking for? And Jesus says to the guys, go, tell John what you have seen. Because when you are with Christ, when you are reigning with Christ, when you are in his mission, at a full speed, full totally, these are the things that ought to be happening. These are the fruits of his reign or his kingdom that are physical and that are very visible. The blind see. The lame walk. The lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised up. The poor have the gospel preached to them. That explains you and me. I don't think we can define our Christianity better than this. Or outside this. Because you and me are for science and... Eh? Wonders. Wherever we are, in whatever we do, by the reason of being with Jesus Christ, the blind see. The lame walk. Ladies and gentlemen, there is physical blindness, there is spiritual blindness. There is a physical lame disability, there is also spiritual lame. Are you with me? The easy spiritual lepers, the physical lepers. The easy spiritual deafness and the easy physical deafness. Whichever way. But let me say to you, we need to impact our world, our locations, our places to such a place That they can hear the word of God. Are you with me this morning? That they can see Jesus. That they can be delivered from whatever captivity. Don't you think that the things of the Lord are always in the order he wanted them to be? The last thing here is that the poor may hear the gospel preached to them. Before we preach Jesus, we must impact them with our lives so that they are able to see. They are able to hear the word of God. They are able to be cleansed, to be delivered, and they are able to do other things. Then they can sit down and hear the preaching of the word. Before then, it might be difficult. You and me this morning are with the Lord Jesus Christ. So we can manifest his reign, his rule, his glory, his mighty, his authority, his power in this life. So we can walk tall in power in his excellence and the excellence of his name and declare the kingdom of God. That is not coming, but that has come because it is here. He inaugurated it when he came. And since then, the church has been extending it up to now. And I hope it doesn't finish with this generation of believers. That we will continue to extending the kingdom. Preaching the kingdom. Living the kingdom. Manifesting the kingdom. Knowing fully well, ladies and gentlemen, that we are with the Lord Jesus Christ. Every minute of our lives. Talk to your neighbor and say, you are with Christ. Please shake your neighbor's shoulder politely, gently, you know, lovingly, mercifully, and just say, my brother, my sister, do not fear anymore. You are with Jesus. And he lives in you, and you live in him. Hallelujah. Why don't we go to the world after this and be a blessing to the world? and be a blessing to everyone. Signs and wonders, let them follow you. Let goodness pursue you. Let his mercy pursue you. May you arise and be the light that the world is looking for. In Jesus' name, amen.